0: Welcome, thank you for choosing to listen to another word-filled message by David Entry. Preaching is the means by which God manifests his word and nourishes our spirits. May the life of God enter into you and you as you listen to this message. Be blessed. We are a royal priesthood. We are a holy nation. In the Old Testament, you hardly find you. It was common to find. the Old Testament was replete with prophets. Prophets. So Moses calls himself a prophet. Um, Samuel was a prophet. Then the prophets started rolling in. And then we have the judges. After the judges, we began to see the kings. First amongst whom was Saul. Who was chosen by God. Because the people asked for a king. And Samuel said the people have asked for a king and he was sad because he felt they have rejected god and so god said don't be, don't be worried it's not you they have rejected you are my, you are just my representative you are fronting for me so it's me they have rejected so god told samuel that don't be worried and i think first samuel chapter 9 and so he he gave them He said, I'll give them a king. And he gave them Saul. But Saul was given because they wanted. And he said, I found a man after my heart. And he he gave them David. And David became the, the model king. After whom Christ According to whose order Christ was going to come, so God told David, "I will raise, I will establish your kingdom forever." Well, in order not to go too far into that, so when you go to the Old Testament, you see kings, you see prophets, and then when they came out of Egypt, because God was building a people for Himself and all humanity, according to. Romans chapter 3 verse 21. For all have sinned. How many have sinned? All. Yeah, all have sinned. Roman, let's already have Romans 3 21. All. all. So all humanity have sinned. But God made a people for himself. He called them out from the nation. Not because they are mightier, They, are, they were more than others. But it's just that God chose them through Abraham. Just to establish the knowledge of God, so I think in Romans is it chapter three verse five or three verse two? It talks about how Israel to them were committed the oracles of God. Yeah, he said in what in what way is Israel better than from verse one? Yeah, it's very interesting. But verse one, please. He said, what advantage then has the Jew? Or what is the profit of circumcision means the ones, the Jews. You are in a covenant with God. What's the profit of being a Jew? what's what's, What's the point in being a Jew? What makes you special? Or you are circumcision. Circumcision is the covenant people. What advantage? Look at Paul's response. It's a very serious story. What does he say? Much in every way. You think you are the same as Jews? <laughs> he said, much in every way. The Jews are way different. In why? He says, uh, 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 chiefly because uh, to them were committed the oracles of God. If you want to find this God who has hidden himself, go to the Jews. Until Jesus came. That's why Jesus could not have come from any tribe or uh, any race or any group of people but the Jews. Why? Because to them was committed the oracles. The oracles of God includes the word of God and everything, the way God manifests himself and deals with people. God cannot be researched. So those who are saying I'm trying to find out which religion is best, I've read this, I've read this, I'm researching. You are you are living in a fool's paradise. You can't research God. God is not researched. He is revealed. So He chose to commit His who He is. In theological circles, is called His attributes. So. God is kind that's an attribute. God is holy that's an attribute. It's like his mannerisms, his characteristics. So God is holy. God is loving. God is all powerful. God is Now there are some of the act some of the attributes of God are incommunicable. So his in what is, is there something is communicable disease. Communicable disease. So communicable disease are disease that can be transferred or given to another person, transferred to somebody else from a career. Now, when we say incommunicable attributes, the, those attributes of God are not transferable to human beings. None of us is all-knowing. None of us is all-powerful. No creature can be all-sufficient, all-powerful. Omnipresent, everywhere is the same. No creature, not even the devil. So those, those attributes are non-communicable uh, attributes. However, Bible says God created us in his image. So which aspect of his image do we carry as human beings? Which aspect of his, his image? The aspect that is transferable as as in our ability to relate with God, our ability to think through things, our ability to reason, our ability to have morality. Dogs don't have morality. They don't have conscience. Dogs can eat a child. The owner's child that has been playing with them for a long time. Oh, but pastor, but pastor, some 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 uncles too can do that to a child. That's why they become like dogs. Bible says animal instincts. Second Peter, because naturally human beings can reason and have a sense of morality. Sometimes when you do something, your conscience tells you can't do that. Can, even though there's, a, you have not broken any social law, conscience no, no, it's not right. You can't do that. So animals don't have conscience. Human beings, we were created with conscience within us. So some of the image of God, even though it's been distorted, there's still residue of a certain characteristic and mannerism in us. That can reflect God. So when we become born again, it's easy to take the word of God for the word of God to have an expression in us because we are created in an image that can express God. It can express God and represent God so long as authority is concerned. Represents. So long as uh, image is concerned, we reflect God. An image reflects. Authority represents. So God created us in his image. Yet there are things about God, the attributes of God, which cannot be communicable. But when Jesus came and he said, when you see the father, you have seen me. The mere fact that he was a human being means that he has placed a certain restriction on the full expression of deity. Because the full extent of the expression of deity cannot be captured or cannot be seen amongst men. Because you, you, the Bible says no one has seen God. No one sees God and lives. I think in Deuteronomy or Exodus, no one has seen God at any time. Jesus also said it, but no one sees God and lives. So if they saw the mount of transfiguration, a little bit of the deity, the glory of God. Bursting out of humanity. They felt like they, they were afraid. They, 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 they felt. The Jews were making a lot of noise. Let God speak to us. Let God speak to us. Okay, God is coming to speak to us. When God was coming, the thunderings and the lightning, they, they were so afraid. The mountain on which God showed, even if an animal strays there, <laughs> dies on the spot. The, the, the extent of God's holiness and purity. It's amazing. So they begged Moses, please, go and listen to him. and come and tell us. We don't want to hear from him again. We, we, this, this, we don't. If this is what God speaking to us means, we, we don't want to hear from him. You go and hear. So, so if you, can you imagine if Jesus has come in the, uh, even half or a quarter of deity? None of us. You will always run away from him. People will be running away from him. But he came and looked so normal that people could even catch him and kill him. It looks so normal. They didn't even realize what they were doing to God. That's the beauty of the incarnation. Fullness, the songwriter said, fullness of God in helpless babe. Wow! That angel had to tell Mary, take the the child and the mother and take them away. For Herod wants to kill the child. Matthew chapter 2 from verse 11. For Herod wants to kill the child. God had to be whisked away into Egypt. To be hidden, yeah. the the mystery of godliness. But if he's God, why can't he defend himself? But he's a baby. But how can God be a baby? He didn't remain a baby because the only way you can be a human being with legal legal rights to live on this earth is you must not just be a baby. You must be a fetus. You must be a fetus. Spend nine months in a human, a woman, not a man. There's a difference between a man and a woman, please. Spend nine months in a woman's womb. (laughs) So, God's, but Jesus said, if you have seen me, you have seen the father. The original image of God, the full extent humanity can express it was found in Jesus. So, Bible says in Colossians one, if you remember, it was the image of the God that cannot be seen. Now, coming back to where I started from, are you following me? Coming back to where I started from. So, Jesus said in Matthew chapter seven, verse thirteen, that the the broad broad is the way. Enter to enter by the narrow gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leads to That leads to distraction. And there are how many? many. How many? many. How many? many? Don't be worried about how many people are not in church. Jesus has said it already. Many people will not be in church. Many of your family members may not be in church. Many of your classmates, depending on where you, which school you attended and what, how the representation of Christians around your school. Uh, likely, it's like very likely to be, uh, likely that in your classroom, 90% of your classmates or 99 might be going to hell. Apart from those people you have preached Christ to. It's, it's serious. So, if your representation, your worldview of Christianity was given to you by an unbeliever who has managed to be behind the puppet, those who play church, church, this is the church where my family has been since we are children. They, didn't get you, 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 they couldn't get you born again. Suddenly, it was a, a concern for the family until you met Caris. And then you stabilized. Now your mother has realized that. He has remembered the church you guys originally attend. (laughs) It usually starts with the mothers and they influence the fathers who really come aboard it very much. What is worrying is that if people like you who have met the Christ of the gospel, keep silent, a lot of people will be damaged and go to hell. Jesus said, many there be, many are there that are under. And then the next scripture says that hard is the way, the narrow way is only few, because narrow is the way, the gate that leads, the way which leads to it. And a few like you. Find it. But I want to pick on the many, the verse 13. The many in the verse 13 is the same many. In the verse 22, 23, or 24. 23 and 24 actually. Look at verse 23. 23. Oh. Uh, oh no, verse 24. is the 24. Look at the verse 24. Therefore, whoever is uh, 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 Okay, 25 is the one I'm looking for. for. Forgive me. I think I've gone too far. Let's go back to verse 22. Many will say... Many who said to me in that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied? Your religious, <coughs> religious people—they were really familiar with religion and they were practicing religion. Yeah. So we prophesied in your name, cast out demons. Some of you have never cast out demons. This is a hell-bound demon caster. And he said, many, not only a few, many, many. Because the way is broad. It's fashionable. Everybody likes it. You don't have problems with society. You're fitting. Many will say to me, Lord, Lord, have we not cast devils. I prophesied in your name, cast out devils in your name. And done many wonderful wonders in your name. What? And then he'll say, and I will say, they are calling me Lord. And, I will, and then I will declare to them, I never need, depart from me, ye workers, ye who practice, ye who practice, I mean, don't, don't ignore that word. That's why I can't be preaching to very lovely and loving people like you, and not every now and then mention about practices that are not compatible with the glory of God. Like living with your boyfriend. Ye workers of iniquity. Practice. Your practice. Your practice. Your practice tells us. Tells a lot about whether Jesus is truly Lord. Not your prophesy. Not your tongues and your shaking. Your practice. Practice. I don't know what you've been practicing. Your Practice. Practice is not only, it has not only got to do with sexual immorality. That's a big one because that goes with idolatry. So that one, don't, don't think sexual immorality is a small thing. It's not a small thing. So when when a society is trying to remove boundaries and say, free for all, they are dest- they are destroying the potential goodness of God in manifesting. That, that, that must be the devil. That, that must be the devil. Anyway, so... Let's leave the practice and move on. So many, there are many people who are supposedly in Christianity who are actually not part of the church. They are not part of the church that Jesus has died for. They are not part of you are a chosen generation. They are not part of the elect of God. According to first Peter, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 2. The elect one and two, the elect of God, the chosen of God, the special people of God, the household of faith. They are not part. They are not part of the, the body of Christ. They are in churches. Some are leaders. What will cause this? The biggest problem of any church is the pulpit. And the biggest blessing of any church is the pulpit. Don't go to a church in spite of the pulpit. How did you hear what I said? The pulpit is the lifeline of a church. That is where nourishment from God is passed down or passed on to the to, to the people of God. He said that is we might cherish Ephesians chapter 5 verse 20 27 26 and 27. It says that verse well, 27 verse 27 27 that that he might present her to himself glorious church not having spot or wrinkle or anything but that she should be holy and without blemish. the next verse where it um and then so husband, a, I think one of the verses is that he, he will nourish the church. Verse 29. For no one ever hates his own body but nourishes. Just as the Lord God, Christ nourishes the church. Nourishes. Give us a message Bible. No one abuses his own body. Does he? <laughs> No, he feeds and pampers it. They should have used, she feeds and (laughs) pampers. Yeah, that's that's what it means to nourish your body. That's how Christ treats the church. He feeds. Did you see that? Nourish means to feed. And take good care of it. So, so. the the lifeline of the church is the pulpit where the church is nourished the church is fed Bible says Jesus Christ nourishes the church how does he do it from the pulpit so that means whoever is in the pulpit must be very careful the elders that Rule well. Second, first Timothy, chapter 5, verse 17. Let the elders that rule well be counted worthy of double honor. Then he puts another, he takes it to another level. Especially those who labor in the word and doctrine. He told Timothy, watch your doctrine. Take it to yourself. And your doctrine, first Timothy chapter 4, from verse 14 or 13, 14, and 15. Said, so Take heed to yourself, verse 16. Take heed to yourself and to your teachings. or oh, so full. <laughs> it's not your miracles, which is important. Some of how many of you think a miracle will do for you? I believe in miracles, so we can see when you talk it now, you don't get it. I believe in miracles. But miracles don't save. Miracles don't nourish. It's the word and doctrine that nourishes. In fact, look at this. Continue in them. What is the them talking about? I can't hear. What's the them talking about? Is this not basic grammar? What's the them talking about? Doctrine. So he said, take it to yourself and to your doctrine. Continue in your doctrine. For in doing this, you will save both yourself and the people who are listening. The people listening to you need to be saved. And their salvation is at the mercy of your doctrine. That's why I said, you cannot choose a church in spite of the doctrine. In spite of the teachings. We want courage. When you are coming to courage, you are looking forward to what you hear. Then afterwards, How you feel, and then who you will see. So don't leave because people want to see you. See, they are coming so they can see you. (laughs) Are you getting what I'm saying? Doctrine! Show me a well taught Christian, and I'll show you a stable Christian. There's no stable Christian who is not well taught. The pathway to spiritual stability is. Being equipped by the Word of God. Ephesians right. chapter 4 verse 13 mm. two, four, verse 12 says that for the equipping of the saints for the work of the... You can't do the work of God if you are not equipped. You guess be active but you are not, you are not doing the work of God. There's a difference between men at work and men God uses. You can be busy active actively doing things and yet not doing the word of god the work of god why because you haven't been equipped equipped that means you have been furnished you have been perfected in other words grown up it's like chicken they take them through, it's not like their chick, their chick is born and we start eating it. No. It is fed, it is given some time, some time, some time. By the time they, after a process, you will see that this little chick has become very, very sumptuous and you see that, oh wow! When they, when they put the that, that chicken on your table, you feel, what? Was this once a chick? Yes, it was. But the shepherds, the shepherds took their time feeding them, nourishing them before they start eating them. It's a process. A process. You can be, please, tell your auntie to stop the blah, blah, blah about how long she's been in church. How long you've been in church is good. It's, uh, please, uh, it's good. But some people have been in church long, but the word of God has been, not been in them long some have been in church for 15 years and they are only 15 days old <laughs> yeah a combination of 15 months old three weeks old because they are not growing they are not growing ephesians chapter 4 verse 12 for the equipment of the saints for the work of the ministry Till we all come to the unity of faith. That faith is not talking about by faith I'm buying a car, I'm getting married. That faith is talk, talking about our stability and, and understanding in the. And when you come to the unity of faith, you come to the perfect man. That is a full grown, perfect. Give me a different translation. That you say. different word from perfect. Different word from perfect. Potentially, maybe the uh, maybe NIV Ma- become is it mature. So perfect is not like you don't you are infallible. No 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 no, it's not that. Perfect is like you you have you have grown. You have grown. You are so stable. You are so stable in your approach to life and God. Can you imagine the benefit of marrying a stable Christian? Yeah. What? It's so good. It's so good. It's not the marriage counsel counseling that stabilizes your marriage. It's your spiritual growth. Wow. <laughs> it's your spiritual growth. It's not the plenty tongues important. Because it contributes to your sensitivity. To the things of God. But. To a full grown. So till we come to. And, and become matured. Attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. You see where we're going, equipping people to get there, but look at the impact. No longer be children. You see, toss to and fro, toss to and fro, talk to and fro. Your emo- you, you are your Christian is Christian strength is based on your emotions. You never make a mistake and come and tell me there's no love in any church. It's a classic sign that you are very infantile. Very pediatric. If you want to see faults, you will see. You marry an angel and see. you later find and I has a lot of faults. Nothing human, nothing physical is ultimate. Not even your marriage. So you're busy comparing your marriage to other people's marriages. The grass is greener somewhere but the water bill is also very high very high (laughs) yeah god has revealed himself to a people and it's been captured um, in the way he was dealing with them so in the old testament You see prophets, you see kings, you see priests, but you hardly see, you can see a king who is a prophet. You can see a priest sometimes who operates as a prophet, like Samuel. But to see a king who is a priest is not an Old Testament thing. And yet we are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. Jesus is the king. Melchizedek was a priest and a king. Jesus is the king and a priest. So we are unique people. Now, in Christian your Christian journey, so as not to be a child, or the Bible used the word infant, according to Ephesians chapter 4 verse 14, not being infant, some translation is, Infants, other translations, children. Yeah, and I've said infant. What do you know what tossed us? No, character Mm. tossed to and fro, but doctrine is like a wind. Mm. Let's all say that together. Say it again, it will carry you in a certain direction. That's why you have to be watchful of what you hear. Who you keep listening to will determine what you begin to accommodate. What you begin to tolerate has a lot to do with who is teaching you. Being carried, being carried by every wind of doctrine, efficiency. Not being carried about with every wind of doctrine teachings doctrines are teachings new living translation doctrines are teachings and they carry you somewhere. so there are some churches if you want to be a strong christian you don't have to be there you don't have to because the emphasis is always about always about things that the bible doesn't emphasize on it might be mentioned in the bible let's say marriage Marriage. Why is that? Every time it's marriage. Every preaching about marriage. Every preaching about marriage. Or money. Mm-hmm. Every preaching, money, money, money. In fact, they will tell you the Bible, Jesus spoke more about money than heaven and hell. Every preaching, money. Every preaching, money. Every preaching, money. Oh, every preaching, Satan's coming. coming to you. You have different names of demons, but you don't even know three names of the Holy Ghost. But you know different names, Incubums and Inkabas. <laughs> I'm not saying it's bad, please. Leviathan. So, some people, they just want to talk, some, talk about something very powerful. So, they look very deep. Alright, so, not being tossed to and fro. Now the scripture I spoke about in 2 Timothy 1st first, or first Timothy chapter 4 verse 16 it says that take heed to yourself and to your doctrine what continue for in doing that you will save both yourself and those who hear you steady to show yourself 2 Timothy chapter 2 verse 15 steady to show yourself approved unto God a workman that needs not to be ashamed rightly dividing the word of Oh, you rightly divide. That means that there can be a wrong way of dividing the word of truth. But you can only divide it if you study to show yourself approved. not to men, not to God. Look at, look at the next verse. Very scary. And I've been quoting this a few times in the past. But shun profane and vain babbling. For they will increase unto more. On God. There are certain kind of utterances that increases last. That increases carnality in the congregation. There are certain kind of utterances and teachings that will increase materialism. That will increase pride. Arrogance. Self-centeredness. You know you are so important to God. And God when he created is you. Don't let anyone talk you down. You are very important, I know who God says I am, what he says I am. If we keep emphasizing, you have proud people who don't have qualification or who don't have money, who don't have anything, who don't, I know exposed but very proud because I'm very important in Christ. And yet there are people who are ahead of you, humble yourself, they will help you. So there are certain teachings, whatever is prevailing in a congregation is at the mercy of the pulpit. So who stands in the pulpit of a church matters. Are you getting one? Some people too, they don't even have one pulpit they feed from. They are like scavengers, <laughs> spiritual vultures. They are always online, feeding on everything. This one, said it, this one said it. This one said it. This one said it. This one said it. This one. Everybody is your teacher. Everybody is your teacher. And some of them have fundamental drive and assignment and message. The quality of a man of God has a lot to do with his message. How can you be called without a message? And every man of God and every church has a particular message. Even though the messages might not conflict. They have a particular message. So, if you follow us very carefully, you realize that our empire, this, I've been teaching the same things many years. But you me, The same thing. When you follow Bishop, Oedipo, it doesn't teach anything different. Seven points. Faith. And the rest. Obedience. It doesn't teach anything but that is his message. If he changes, if he changes and he begins to preach like uh, TDGX titles, TDGX titles like movie titles, yeah, amazing, beautiful. I've been trying, but I don't. I, I do it. I don't get it. Wow. Well, many years. Uh, enough, The other one, reason was Okonomaya. Who's that? You can't even pronounce it. <laughs> so, but he just that one day, he said, "What well, many years ago this is about?" Um, I think the ninety-eight. I had a message. The title never left me. Bishop T.D.J.'s fatal attraction. Hey, and he was and he was talking about Samson and Delilah. Hey. Wow, wow. Fatal attraction. That's the title of the message. Well, another one. He motions. Hey, what does the man is uniquely gifted? <laughs> Bishop Doug, one of you is a devil. <laughs> yesterday I went somewhere he was doing a camp somewhere in the midlands and I went there and the theme for the camp is I'm not ashamed of the gospel most of his titles are directly Bible quotations so everybody Bishop Wedebo breakthrough covenant (laughs) so every man of God has a unique. so you are eating from Miles Muro, eating from this one, eating from this one, eating from Avanzini, eating from, yeah. And Leroy, Th- Leroy, uh, Leroy Thompson. And now, J- J- the grace money in Singapore, what is his name Prince. Joseph Prince. Joseph Prince. Great for dollar. And you are bringing, you are asking, Pastor, you don't make mention of grace at all. My name is Grace. Can't you hear him my name? <laughs> so everybody else is Now, why am I saying this? So that means that there is a certain emphasis carries place on our message. You won't see us trying to change drug addicts, dates Conscious give them money, you know, getting them business. I don't, it's not our calling. People might be doing that, it's fine. Our emphasis, so it's very important now. I'm saying all this to lead into the importance of teachings and teaching what? The importance of teaching the word of God teaching the bible now we are going to go on a journey not, not today i'm going to be going on a journey on dealing with the word of god in other words the bible the bible as the word of god where is coming from how did we get it was it given by king james are there other books that have not been added why, why do we have to believe the bible i, I want i i, I It's on my heart. I'm going to take my time for us because the quality of your Christian life has everything to do with the Bible you know. Why do you think Muslims have fun in wanting to refer to the Bible to attack the Bible? But there's no sound serious preacher who will make reference to the Quran. For what? Even if I'm talking to a Muslim, I don't have to quote the Quran. I just have to preach Christ yeah. <laughs> because the salvation is Christ yeah. no any other thing no any other thing so you are as strong as your strength in the word of God I like the scripture uh, this, I want us to have this testimony in Acts chapter 18 verse 24 Acts chapter 18 verse 24 there is a man called Apollos a certain Jew named Apollos. Born at Alexandria. An eloquent man and mighty. Oh, that's the bit I want. That's the bit I I, I, I My dream has always been that. I want to be mighty in the scriptures. Mighty in the scriptures. He came to Ephesus. But he was limited because he doesn't really know properly Jesus. So he took simple Priscilla and Aquila. Who said, "You know what? We'll come to our house. We will help you." You have not gotten the picture properly. You know the scriptures; that's the author. you know it very well, but you haven't seen Christ. They have He only knows John baptism. They hasn't really seen it for what it is. So you see, you can be theologically sound, but christologically porous. So, so it's important in, in Colossians chapter one verse twenty-five. Paul speaks about that he for which he has received this ministry I became a minister according to the stewardship from God which was given to me to fulfill what to fulfill what to fulfill what where is the word of God That's what we're dealing with When Jesus resurrected from the dead Pastor on the road to Emmaus when he met the disciples when they were wondering, ah, haven't you heard the daily news? It's just been reported on Israel, uh, Jerusalem posts. The guy was killed. This guy was good. According to, so they were making reference to Acts chapter 1, (coughs) verse 22. Acts chapter 1, verse 22, Jesus Christ, a man, attested by God with signs, wonders, and miracles, which God did amongst you by him. So they all saw it. So, and then, the. And then verse 23 says that through the counsel of God, lawless hands killed him. So, when he resurrected from the dead, the disciples, the, the, those disciples in Acts, so Luke chapter 24, from verse 18, they were on the road to Miles, and Jesus came and walked around, along them. They didn't know it was him. And he said, What are you guys discussing? And they said, Are you the only stranger in Jerusalem? Don't you know what has happened? And they started speaking Acts chapter 2, verse 22 and 23, as I said, that Jesus Christ, we know he was the prophet, he's the one, but he was crucified. But then verse 24, Acts chapter 2, 23, 22, 23, they added the 24. Other than that, the gospel is not complete. That's the history. That's the story. And it says that, but some of the women went to the tomb, and they came and reported that he is not there, he's risen. It's really, I think, verse twenty-three or so, twenty-four. Certain of the women who uh, who were with us went to the tomb and found, just as the women, certain uh, certain of those found that the women had said that he's risen, but uh, him they didn't see by his reason. So then Jesus, from that, began to tell them, "You're foolish and slow of heart to believe all that the prophet, all that the prophets have said." Ought not the Christ to have suffered all these things and on the third day enter into his glory? Did you see that? This is nice. Then look at the next verse. That's, that's very significant. Then Bible studies with Jesus. He started Bible studies with them. And that Bible study is what builds the church. The resurrected Jesus, what he did for them, that changed them permanently. Yeah. It's the Bible studies. He gave them a biblical grounding. And it's ba- primarily about what the Bible actually has been speaking about, which man don't know. So that when you are biblically sound, and you meet somebody who calls themselves Christian, or they are not Christians, and they make a mistake referred to the Bible, you just laugh at them in the eye. Because you can tell that these people are so ignorant. Yeah. Why? Because you are biblically sound. Jesus Christ took them into the Bible and beginning from Moses, that means Genesis, all the way through the, the, the prophets, that means the, the, the last prophet is Malachi. Moses, to he showed them in all the, Bible says all the scriptures, things that were concerning him. That is the platform for church life. They are born again already. But now they have to be grounded. So there won't be children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. But what did he do? He went to the Bible. Now, if you don't believe the Bible is the word of God, there's a problem. So that is why I have to take my time and just show you in what way is the Bible the word of God? What makes it the word of God? Very beautifully, I was having a conversation with my my precious girl. This morning, I was, I was dropping her in school. And she asked me, she said, am I a fundamentalist or something? Am I what? What, is, what? Am I a fundamentalist? I said, am I a fundamentalist? I was wondering because every now and then I say, me, I'm a fundamentalist in the Bible. I believe. But I don't know where she was coming from. <laughs> so I, I asked, but what do you mean? No. What, who is a fundamentalist? And, and then she asked me, do you believe everything in the Bible is the word of God? Oh Okay, so I see where you are coming from. I said, that is why I told you don't do religious studies. <laughs> because nobody can teach you about the Bible more than I can do. As for you, when it comes to religious studies, you don't need it. I will teach you because most of them are not Christians. Most of them is just a curriculum. Most of them, they will vandalize the Bible. And she asked me a very intelligent question. She said, okay, is the Bible, everything in the Bible said by God? If it's the word of God, is everything because other people also said it. And I can, I can hear the voice of the serpent. I can hear the voice, but it's good. She could talk, I was happy. This is the first time going to school, we had a long chat. I arrived school, I didn't want to open the car because I was I was, I was was having fun. And I said, thank you for asking this question, I'm very happy. When you bring other things, I don't have much to say, but this one. <laughs> she brought a course, subjects to choose. I didn't have my. I said why not, but I didn't have much to say. That one is, mommy will help as well. But mommy will check with me if I'm happy. I don't have too much by bring the Bible. Some people have sat in my car. I always, before I parted, I always had and still I do. I have a small Bible there. There must always be a Bible around me somewhere. In fact, this morning I tested open, I took the you have app on your phone Bible. Said, yeah, I said open it. Which scripture did we even open to? Do you remember John 20? 20, yes, 2029. 20, Good. 2029. 20, that there are many things that Jesus did. Not everything was recorded. So the Bible is not a history book. Not everything was recorded. So even Jesus, there are things he said that was not recorded. But other people, and I told her that Satan spoke in the Bible. In the third chapter of the Bible, Satan's are there talking. So Satan also spoke. Judas also spoke. Absalom spoke. Bad people spoke. Even Tamar, she spoke to go and get her father-in-law. Jezebel, in fact, I referred to Jezebel. I said, Jezebel said, I'll collect this man's land. Jezebel spoke. So then, the question is, if you are saying it's the word of God, does that include Jezebel speaking? Does that include Satan speaking? Which is a good question. So the, the argument out there is how can you say it's God's word and yet there were words of other men, worse of even the devil. Yes, there are words of the devil, but the word of the devil, what was the outcome? So then God allowed those to be recorded to show us that even when the devil speaks this way, don't believe him. Didn't he come to Jesus and he quoted the scripture and Jesus also said, the Bible says, worship the Lord alone. So we can see when the devil spoke, anytime he comes to speak, you know what to say. So it's not just the words, but everything captured that the truth that I'm going to be driving at is everything every letter, every cross of the T, dot on the I, is directly the word of God. That's where I'm coming from. Whether it was spoken by a devil or a Jezebel or a nice prophet or everything in the Bible from beginning to the end he said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but not a jot or a tittle shall pass away. Everything in the Bible is the word of God. It's the, the where boom day, not weber day. Weber is words of God. The Bible is not the words of God. It is the word of God. Different. There's a difference between the words of God and the word of God. So Paul said, I was called to complete not the words of God, but the word of God. The word of God. So, this is what these days, on the Thursdays, I will be taking my time for us to talk and for to teach, for you to have a comprehensive understanding. And every now and then, we have to do it yes. in every church. Every now and then, it's just like the Christology. Mm-hmm. But this one I'm talking about is Bibliology. Yes. Now, I taught about the three most important critical doctrines of Christianity, the Christianity all doctrines are important. All teachings are important. When we talk about doctrines in this sense, we are talking about okay, the teachings about the Holy Spirit, the teaching about marriage, the teaching about praise and worship, the teaching about giving, the teaching about um, healing, the teaching about faith, the teaching about salvation, the teaching about angels, the teaching about church, the teaching about leadership, everything. These are all teachings. But core doctrines are like, I believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth, and Jesus Christ only. This is the, the Bible is not part of it. I believe in the Bible, because the Bible is the core fundamental, the most important of all the teachings. The Bible, as the word of God, watch this. The most important of all Christian teachings, most important and sensitive and crucial, is the Bible is the word of God and the only word of God. There are two aspects. It is the word of God and the only word of God. In other words, any other thing, nothing else is the word of God. Uh, that, that is, that is the, the, the greatest and the weightiest of all Christian doctrines. Can I say, I say that again? Yes. The Bible is the word of God and the Bible is the only word of God. The Bible is the word of God and is the only. So any other religious book is not from God. Mm. That's what I'm saying in effect. Yeah. Yeah. If it's not from God, Yin yang. <laughs> if it's not from God, then it's from darkness. I mean, <clears throat> that is the Christian doctrine which the world can stand. Yeah. Yeah, the scandal of particularism. How can you say you guys only have the truth? There are many ways to hell, but there's only one way to heaven. How do you find a way? word of God. You can't be an effective Christian outside of what you know in God's word. And what you know in God's word must start from what you know about the word of God. What is the word of God? Satan's first language in history, human history, was to attack the word of God. Did God, Genesis chapter 3 verse 1, he didn't waste time at all. He said, did God say, oh, His appearance, he showed up. His first attack was the word of God. Anyone who talks down the word of God is working with Satan. And it's clear. They don't have to look like a devil. But you can hear the devil speaking. They attack this. Whether it's a bishop or a bookshop. They. (laughs) They are working for the devil. Now, this is their heart. Watch this. I know some of you are familiar with this phrase, hardcore, right? This is hardcore Christian doctrine to the extent that there are people who call themselves Christians and because of their level of lack of spirituality and level of carnality and level of blindness, they might even say that, no, you can't say the Bible is the word of God What again. You can't say the whole Bible. Which part? Which part? Where do we start from? But Genesis chapter 1 and chapter 2 is really allegorical. It's just a story. So you can't say Genesis chapter 1. Okay, so where? Do we start from Exodus? Exodus? Where? Where do we start? If you say it's not the whole thing. Where do we start? Do you you understand what I'm saying? Where do we start? Listen. The purest of Christian doctrines and the most important and the weightiest of christian doctrine is the bible the whole of the bible any other thing if someone tells you the the gospel according to thomas it's not the bible no no please i'm serious about this it's not the bible the gospel of philip is not the bible any other gospel is not of god this this is it but there are other things jesus said which were not other people captured yeah they can capture but that's not the word of god the bible has told us he did other things Paul even wrote a letter to the church of, um, 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 when he was writing to Colossae, not Iteria, the other one, Laodicea. He wrote to the church of Laodicea. But where is that letter? Because it's not the word of God. So it's not, this here is, are not the only letters Paul wrote. In fact, theologians believe, scholars believe that there's a, a, let, a third letter to the Corinthians, to the Corinthians church. But we only have the first and the second. As part of scripture, the other one, they can read it and throw it away by the scripture. Why? Because 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 16 all scripture is given by the breath of God. Anything that is not the breath of God God will supervise its exclusion. Wow. wow! So what we don't have as part of this is not the word of God. Are, are you getting it? Now that's where your Christianity starts from. Here. Here. That's where good preaching starts from. Here. Any pastor who can rightly divide this is not representing God. He's not representing God. Doesn't matter the miracles he does. Distance, the miracles come to confirm his word. It comes to confirm the pure word of God. Thank you for listening to this message by David Entry. To hear more from David Entry, follow him on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also subscribe to Caris Church on YouTube. Don't forget to share and subscribe to our podcast so you're always up to date. Be blessed.